Alright, how's it going everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Uncape Crusaders review. Um, I would say a special edition, but it's actually going to come out at like the same on the same day as we normally do. We're, we're fitting in an episode in the wee hours of Friday morning. It is now yeah. 12.49 a.m. Eastern time here. And, yeah, uh, 11 I'm going to have a rough morning. Yeah, it's going to be rough for Ian, but he's being a trooper and, and recording because... We we have to we have to talk about this now, Ian. I know you haven't seen the Rise of Skywalker yet. I uh, shan't. I I want you to see it still, just I, like <laughs> I wanted you to see Justice League. I need I, I need your opinion. You're actually having watched it. Opinion, even though we're gonna talk all about it in this episode, and you already know everything that's gonna happen. I still need you to have seen this crap. Uh, it, really it, don't want to. <laughs> you're not complete without seeing it, just like with Justice League. Or God. Batman vs Superman, or any of those other garbage movies. Uh, anyway. Written by the same guy, coincidentally. That's like my favorite little nugget that no one's talking about. Oh, I know, no one's in a hurry to bring that up. That is my favorite thing: is the fact that this was written by the same guy who wrote uh, Batman vs Superman, and, and should... it's just one of those things where just all's right with the world. With yeah, it's that. like that, that should automatically nullify you from ever writing another movie again. It's you like would I think. I, People like people, you know, like gave him credit, like, oh, he wrote Argo. I'm like, okay, I think these both cancel that out. Argo isn't a freaking masterpiece either. Let's let's calm down. Argo's very good. That's a good film, but it, it doesn't know if it doesn't help when you do two of the biggest monstrosities in the film history. You're not wrong. You're yeah. not wrong. Um, so yeah, this episode we're obviously we're we're just gonna talk through. Look, I, I played bang. I played the bango that that we did. I got two different bangos. Um, would that be hard? Uh, we had 35 potential squares, um, and then you randomly generate 25 of them for each game. So I had 25 squares. I checked off 20 of them with one with a question mark. And this was, remember, we made most of these, like, what, two, three weeks ago? Like, this was even before, like, mm-hmm. the final round of leaks. So this is how much we've known about for almost a month at this point. Um. If you want to see my bingo sheet, I tweeted a picture of it out at Uncaped Review, and not, and you'll see all the bingos, and you'll also see that I've covered every <laughs> square inch of this piece of paper with notes that I was writing because I just couldn't stop writing notes about it looks this. Like, um, it looks like John Doe's notebooks from Seven. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. It was very dark in there, and I didn't have well, anything course. hard to bear down on, so I was doing it on the seat next to me. So, um, yeah, which which actually was empty. Which I was surprised at because it said that 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 showing was sold out, but there was at least a couple uh-huh. of. I mean, it, it was full, but there was like, oh, yeah. note, but the seat next to me was open, so that worked out nice. That was nice. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna talk mostly about that today, but um, we're also gonna briefly just touch on a few news things and also a couple of um, uh, uh, our uh, movie swap as well, just real quick, so we can kind of fill out a shorter, shorter episode. We're not going to talk Batman, um, the Adam West Batman show. Uh, just we don't have time. We'll talk about that next week or the next week or whenever we do another episode. Next week yeah. might be a little complicated with the holidays, but we'll we'll see what happens. Um, so uh, I guess we can start off. Uh, there's there's a few things in news. We had the Superman Red Sun trailer that came out, mm-hmm. and um, 
I mean, I think it looks good. I think it's an awesome story. It's it's it one of the best Elseworld stories for sure. Um, um, I didn't think the animation looked all that great, but I feel like that's kind of been the case for the past almost ten years yep. in DC animation, or at least the past maybe six or seven, which is kind of disappointing. Um, and then obviously I just don't fully trust them after all the other movies, especially you want to talk about them doing Elseworlds. Well, they did Gotham by Gaslight a couple years ago. Oh yeah. Really good movie until they were like, Oh, everyone knows the ending. So we have to change it. No, 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 you don't. You you (laughs) definitely don't have to change it. If it's not broke. Yeah. So hopefully they don't do that with this. If they just stick to the story, it'll be, it'll be at least good for sure. Cause it's a great story. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I completely agree. Yeah, I mean, the animation didn't, didn't seem as bad as, like, um, Killing Joke, but, yeah, it's still not, like, nothing to impress you. But, yeah, which hopefully is, they don't. It's just a shame because know, we know they have it in them. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, so we'll see. They're, they're opting for the MCU easy way out. Pretty much. Which is just, it's disappointing. Um, yeah. what, what other news is there? Uh, oh, the, the trailer finally came out for Tenet. I'm so happy. Oh, yeah. I got to see that. Uh, I saw that today, and then I saw it in the theater for oh, Rise nice. of Skywalker. So that was fun. Um, no idea what the hell is going on. But no idea either, but don't care. That that That's 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 what we're here for. We're here yep. for – and look, hey, even though I'm not nearly the Nolan fan that Ian is, right? Um, he's he's way more flawed, in my opinion, than, than Ian thinks – but even still, even with the flaws and, in my opinion, the misses that he's had, it hasn't changed the fact that I still anticipate every film that he's ever going to make. Oh, of course. Yeah. It's like, always exciting. Because I've seen, like, Nolan at his best, and that gives me hope each time. Because Nolan at his best is so good. Oh, yeah. Um. Now, I, I don't feel like we've really seen Nolan at his best for a couple of years now. Although I thought Dunkirk was very good. Oh, yeah. Um. Anyway, but I have a lot of hope for this. No idea what's going on, but I, I hope that's the. I hope we have no idea what's going on going into the movie. To be perfectly oh, honest, I'm sure we will. I mean, like I love his his marketing campaigns. They're always the same. You always get like three trailers. You get the teaser, the first full length, which is this one. You'll get one more, and that's pretty much it. You yeah. don't get all the featurettes, all the behind the scenes, all those stupid, you know, sentimental trailers like the making of that Star Wars makes with all the the piano and. Right. The actors talk about family. You don't get all that. It's great. You usually go in dark. Now so. let's get that afterwards. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I can't wait. Um. Okay. Um. I don't. I don't really think there's anything else. That's pretty much it. But I'm also very uh, sleep deprived, so I'm gonna be forgetting some stuff. That's fine. Um. All right. So moving on. Just a couple of things. Um. I just. I saw a couple of movies this week. I saw David Arquette's new movie, Mob Town. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is this? I'm like, oh, it's, David Arquette. It's a straight-to-DVD movie. It only came out and was made because of The Irishman. Everything's misleading. Oh, wow. Like, this picture is so misleading. It looks like he's a gangster mobster from the yeah. 30s, and it takes place in the 50s, and he's a policeman. Um, yeah, it's very confusing. It's about a really cool story about kind of the first time the organ- like organized crime was made known to kind of the public. Oh, in, sure. in like 1957 in upstate New York with this cop who kind of exposed like this basically organized crime kind of to the FBI and stuff um, would have been way better as a documentary movie is horrible oh. the acting is abysmal the writing is atrocious David Arquette's good um, there's maybe like one or two other decent actors but it's it's horrible it's it's bad um, most of the most it was the uh, the little like postscript 
after the movie about like the stuff that happened afterwards was way more interesting than the actual movie. Oh, and wow. that's that's not a good thing. Um, yeah, so not good. I saw Richard Jewell. That was awesome. Fantastic. Okay. Clint Eastwood at his best. Awesome story. Um, um, a thing that needs to be a movie and not enough people know about. Yeah, yeah. So that was that that was cool to see. Um, just outstanding acting. I mean that that's the best part of this movie. Paul Walker Hauser as Richard Jewell should be up for an Oscar. Like no, not even a question. He should be up for best actor. Yeah, it he is, was rumored uh, for the Penguin at one point. It, I feel after seeing this, I feel like he would have been great. Like I, yeah. I'm not familiar really with him. I know he's been in a handful of things, mm-hmm. but um, <clears throat> I'm not super familiar with him. But he was out standing fantastic uh sam rockwell as always he he basically is playing a sam rockwell character that he kind of has perfected and it's just so good it's so great and their chemistry is outstanding and then kathy bates as bobby jewel is fantastic like the three main people are outstanding really good story um about one of the biggest media failures of all time about just how horrible this guy got treated and yeah. everything so a good movie to be made well done i enjoyed it um and then i saw uh six underground <laughs> i watched that ian everyone hates this movie i don't see why uh, this movie is one of the dumbest things in the world but it knows it is and it did it on purpose and it is so much stupid fun because of it uh, you say so i I'm, I'm the complete opposite i, I had fun I'm I mean, not gonna. It, it, I'm not gonna argue any aspect about this movie. It is stupid. Makes no sense. The plot makes no sense. The well, characters no. make no sense. Nothing makes sense. But it was so stupidly fun. I enjoyed it. See, like, I, like, yeah. I don't. Of course, you expect yeah the plot to be nonsensical and everything. But the the part that like just gets me is one like just the annoying like. I just found it annoying. Like I hated all the characters. I hated the editing. <laughs> I hated the soundtrack. It's like oh, oh, the soundtrack. Oh, that made it so much better because of how bad the soundtrack was. Uh, well, jo- job accomplished. But I'm um, you, man, all this stuff was done on purpose, and I yeah, respect it definitely the hell was. Out of it. But uh, like the the thing that was also done on purpose was like just a blatant like ripoff. So like like the first twenty minutes is so baby driver. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> but it and, was you know, fun. Ugh, I, I mean, seeing Dave Franco is always uh, seeing Dave Franco die is always satisfying. That but, was fun too and surprising. Uh, I enjoyed that. Okay, Ian, one thing that makes no sense. I mean, that's not that's a lie. A lot. Of one thing. No sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but one thing that really doesn't make any sense. So Dave Franco dies, right? They they I have guess. six of them. They all have their specific job, right? Very Ocean's right. Eleven or any sort of heist thing, and with a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you Mission have the, the 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 leader, the what, the spy, the hitman, driver, the 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 parkour guy who was yep. freaking awesome. I don't care how dumb it was. He was it was that was fun to watch. Um, uh, and then the doctor and the driver, right? Right. Um, so the driver dies. So they have to get a new, uh, you know, someone to replace him, right? But yeah. they don't get a driver. They yeah, get a, a sniper. How yeah. does that make sense? I, 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 dude, you knows? replace the driver with the driver. That's a fairly important job. Yeah. Get rid yeah. of the spy. You don't need a spy. I okay. That that sorry. That that just made no sense to me. <laughs> um. Anyway, it was stupid fun, and I, I, I am I gonna watch it again? No. But yeah. I enjoyed it the the one time I watched it. Um, right. And if they make a sequel, I will watch it. For who knows? That's guaranteed if it's yeah. on Netflix again, and I can watch it for free. Um, all right, that's all I watched this week. Just a few 
couple of things there. Um, anything you want to mention that you you saw? No, well, obviously, yeah, I saw six on the ground. Uh, I was not thrilled. Uh, I, <laughs> I I don't mind Michael Bay sometimes, but this, this is too much because I don't like like I hate ridiculous Michael Bay, and and that's this is the most ridiculous Michael Bay he's ever been. Uh, that, so that is definitely true. Yes. So yeah, not, not my cup of tea. But um, no, other than that, I finally saw uh, Ready or Not. Um, okay. which I enjoyed. Um, it was, it was just, it was, it was fine. It was fine. I, I think it could have been a whole lot better. I, it did a good job of like balancing tone of like horror, but also like dark comedy. But the ending was really kind of, I think a cop out. I'm disappointed. Uh, she should have ended with saying I win. Well, that too. How uh, what, did they miss out on that line? Yeah. Totally, I was sitting but... there ready for it. And then she just said in-laws or some crap like that. And it was yeah. like, What? Well, like, you, 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 you were playing hide and seek. That's the whole point of the game, and you won. Yeah, Ugh. like I mean, that that was yeah clearly a missed opportunity. I didm not think about that, but to mad. me, they were even more disappointing. Like the whole like the whole movie, they think you know, oh, if we don't kill her, we're all gonna die. Like some weird, right? You know, crap. And it's like, oh, that's got to be a fake out because that's too ridiculous. Like, and yeah, how I was, great re- I was it? ready for that too. Yeah, because that would have been so much better if they're like, wait, we just yeah, what are we thinking? Believing some crazy old guy saying that you're all gonna die if you don't like. And then, like, just some clever way that she kills them or whatever. Like, yeah. but no, it's like they all just explode. I'm like, oh, okay, we just we got kind of lazy, huh? Was, and then, of yeah. course, you, you knew the the husband or the boyfriend was gonna go evil because well, of course, uh, it's, it's so similar to the movie that came out. Um, uh, it was called You're Next. I don't know if you ever saw, but like literally the same thing. Like the same twist happens where the husband or the boyfriend who you think is gonna be with the final chick ends up being in on it, but. No, I, I like I like the main chick a lot, and I had some fun moments. But yeah, other you know, I I won't watch it again. Yeah, yeah uh, me neither. And then the only other movie I saw because I've been going back and rewatching all the movies in the franchise for some reason is uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, the fourth one. <laughs> yeah. Why? Well, I, I love the first one. The first well, yeah, the first one's great. One of the greatest blockbusters of all time. Second one isn't terrible, I but hated it's it. well. The funny thing is, like each movie is a step down. And, like, the second one is nowhere near as good. There's some good moments, but overall, not very good. But the third one's terrible. This this one's somehow even more terrible. Like, you don't even have yeah, Gore Verbinski. You don't even have Gore Verbinski's, like, great. Because all the, the first three movies, like, you know, not all of them are good, but they all look great. Like, the, True. The, the cinematography, there's, like, you know, the special effects still hold up, and there's great, like, set design. But this fourth one was so cheap looking. Like, none of the action was good. All the characters sucked. Like even the you know existing characters, like Jack Sparrow and Barbosa, were just bored. Like oh yeah, I saw that was... movie in the theater just oh, because God. like friends or something were going, and I was I, I I literally had only seen the first movie. I didn't see the second movie till like last year, and I still oh, haven't no. even seen the third one. I don't see if that worked. Yeah, it's all it's bad. Yeah, no, but this this was so bad, and like now I'm, I I don't even think I can watch the fifth one that came out with um what's his face uh bad guy Javier Bardem like if it's gonna be any worse than this one I don't think I can take it <laughs> yeah I'm I'm I don't I don't even know why you've done this at all I don't, I don't know I just I guess I guess I gotta use a Disney plus you know get my money's worth somehow well that's 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 fair but then I found out they had all the freaking gargoyle and x-men episodes and so now I gotta go back and watch all those <laughs> oh that's that's uh yeah, that's fair. They have all the Spider-Man animated series there too. That too. But yeah, no, that's that's pretty much it. So, all right, fair enough. Um So, that's really 
all we've seen this week. Now, uh, so we can talk about Movie Swap then real quick. Um, all right, so the movies that we watched, I watched Dead Poet Society and Ian watched Winter's Bone. So um, I guess I'll start. I watched Dead Poet Society last night. Um, first first time I've seen that movie. I've been meaning to watch for for a while now, but just never interested me enough to actually go through and watch it. And I liked it fine. I thought I thought it was a pretty good movie. Um, I uh, I enjoyed Robin Williams, of course. I mean, he makes the movie. He's fantastic. As you were saying, I think we said last week or whatever. Serious Robin Williams far better than comedian Robin Williams, in my I opinion. I agree. They're both good, but yeah. Comedian Robin Williams is kind of like comedian Jim Carrey, in my opinion, for me. Sure. Like it's like one or two good roles, and the rest of the stuff I don't really like. Yeah, Same yeah. with Jim Carrey. But then when, like, kind of like with Jim Carrey too, the few serious roles they were really able to to delve into are really, really good. Yeah. Um, for Jim Carrey, like like a Truman Show, which is even a little goofy, but like Truman Show or like Man on the Moon, f- just fantastic performances. Um, sure. the kids are all good. Ethan Hawke and uh, Robert uh, Sean Leonard, really, obviously, they lead that that charge. Um, yeah, 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 geez, yeah, that's weird seeing him that young. Yeah. Um, but interesting. Obviously, this is something that's just been parodied so much, and yeah. I've seen so many parodies of. So uh, it was kind of tough to kind of separate that from when I see saw like different things take place. Um, but even still, it like it never quite goes to like full goofy where you kind of think it might a few times like there's a very good reason why this is parodied so much because it's very easy to make this really goofy but the movie never i mean obviously the movie doesn't do that and and uh i i I just i liked the message for the most part of this type of movie with this super you know stickler 50s prep school and then the kind of free thinking professor that comes in trying to teach people how to, you know, live more full lives. Yeah. Um, I thought Jack Black did it better in School of Rock, personally. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of movies that have taken from this after yeah, no like, a lot of movies. So I definitely appreciate it and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Robin Williams a lot. Um, I thought the ending was kind of dumb. A lot of people think the ending is really sad. But but for me personally, I don't find suicides like oh. t- to me suicides are just stupid. I'm sorry. Sure. That might that might be insensitive because I I I can't identify with that or I haven't had right. any, you know, I don't know of anyone that's gone through anything like that. To me it just seems I I just don't I just don't understand it. So I, it's hard sure. for me to identify with it. I I feel like that's just dumb and I don't want to say anything else because I don't want to. I don't want to be a dick. Or no, I know what you mean, but yeah. Um, so and and it just seemed way over dramatic, like mm-hmm. ridiculous. So so I thought that was kind of dumb. I thought it was weird. You never hear a gunshot. So that, yeah, that was strange to me. Yeah. It just just yeah. something I'm used to. That like I had to rewind it a few times. To be like, wait, when was the when was the gunshot? And it's actually never there. So that's kind of wow. interesting. Yeah, I kind of like it. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what else to say about it. I, I enjoy watching kids, act, like good younger actors, be able to act like kids in a realistic way. I enjoy yeah. that a lot, and this was fantastic. It, yeah, that that part was fantastic. 
get it. They're not thirty year olds like trying to add like teenagers. It feels authentic. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's just one of those movies that like everyone has to see if you're at all like a creative person. Like if you love literature or poetry or theater or movies or anything like that, it's definitely one you have to see at some point. Sure. Um, All right, so I saw that, and Ian, you watched Winter's Bone. So, what do you think of that? I did. I'm conflicted. Uh, I didn't love it, but for the first time, I can say I actually really like Jennifer Lawrence in this movie. <laughs> She's good. And I, I do not say that really yeah, ever. Yeah, Ian's a big Jennifer Lawrence hater. Yeah, so I, I, I'm a big pre-2015 Jennifer Lawrence fan. I, I, get, I definitely get that, yeah. Because, like, I mean, I, didn't, I, I liked her in uh, First Class. Yeah, she never she never felt like mistake, but I still liked her in that movie. I thought uh, she was fine in Days of Future Past too, and then nah, that, that's when it, it just got too much about it, her. It, it, yes, I agree, but I still thought she was fine, and then it really just it tanked after that. Although I've been thinking that lately, that stupid clip from Phoenix, where Dark Phoenix, where she's like, Ugh. you know, you should call it X Men, you know, or you should call it X Women because all the women are doing the saving. I'm like. Bitch, you single-handedly almost <laughs> brought on the apocalypse, and men had to stop you because right. like, you were so emotional. Like <laughs> we forgot that, but no, um, but no, she was really good. Although controversial, I don't know how you feel. I think John Hawks might have stolen the movie from her. He's great. I, I've always liked him. He's a really underrated and good actor, but like, but his he, his character actually has more of an arc. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that is definitely no. That that's definitely true. Her character's not really the one with the arc. She's yeah, which more is fine. The, the the main character that kind of I don't know. I don't know how to word it. It's uh, too. Yeah, it's, it's too. It's a, it's a it's a weird movie because like nothing happens. Right. <laughs> like literally, like the only like really conflict scene is when they you know they beat her up and oh my god I was so mad I hated those women. <laughs> I mean really I hate everyone in this movie other than yeah. you know like her and the kids and John Hawks and. Like her sister, I guess, and the baby, but um, what a great name too, Teardrop. Yeah, like that. Yeah, like because like the first time you see him, you're like, oh god, he's this terrible drug dealer or whatever, and you know the name fits. He was abusive and all that stuff, and then slowly but surely, it starts to like really kind of wear down and show his human side. It was really good. Um, mm-hmm. This movie is not at all what I thought it'd be. For some reason, I thought it'd be like her and the. I got. I remember hearing someone say that like she had like bow and arrow like Hunter game. Or Hunger uh, Games, no, and like it was like so. I was expecting like her to go off on this like journey to find her her dad, and that never happened. So I was confused. I was like, wait, wait, what? And no, it's, like it's, her, it's her going out to find her dad's body. Yeah, like because yeah, like halfway through, they're like, oh no, he's dead. I'm like, oh wait, what? And it was literally just her going from like house to house, like asking these awful people, or just and like I just hate the whole like oh like mindset of the of these people where it's like oh you, how dare like. Because like, it's a t- total hypocrisy of rednecks. We're like, oh, we don't care what the world thinks about us. But God forbid someone in their town starts saying, you know, spreading rumors about them. Now all of a sudden they're willing to kill you over it. Right. Like, what people thought about you. But, yeah. oh, so it drove me crazy that the, the, the people that, you know, the woman and I forget, what was the name of Thump Milton, like the bad guy. Like, oh, I just um, couldn't stand. I don't remember. So it sucks that there wasn't any type of like resolution. I mean, obviously, I'm glad that you know she got to keep her house, and you know, obviously, like they had to split up her family. But it's like, man, if you're expecting any type of like <laughs> resolution or like you know climax or like uh, you know any scene like that, it, it was you're not gonna get with this movie. But it is kind of refreshing in a way where 
you know, you don't have the predictable like shootout. There's no ridiculous scene of of her and uh, Tear Job having to go to the Milton's ranch and have a shootout with all the people. Like that'd just be that'd be dumb in this type of movie, you know? Right. I I agree. Um, I I just like I think it does such a great job of feeling real. Everything feels real. Yeah, yeah, definitely credit there. I mean, dude, the you like obviously the 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 South, you know, like Mississippi, Alabama, which I can attest to is you know gross, but man, you forget about Missouri. Oh, just that part of the state, how how brutal it is. It how it's like a mix of beautiful like like uh, woods and scenery and stuff, but then the actual like people and the living situation is terrible. <laughs> It was definitely realistic. So yeah, it's a movie that I enjoyed, and um, I think it's I think it's well made enough to, to uh, well made and acted at least by the the couple main actors. A woman, I think. It was Deborah Granick. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen anything else. Yeah, she hasn't really done anything else. So. Shame. It is because this this is well made. It All is. Right. So now it's time to pick what oh. uh, the other one's going to watch. So Ian, do you know what you want uh, me to watch? I think, yeah, I've got it between two, but I think I'm going to go with, um, actually, you know what? I'm going to do a first time thing on this movie swap. I'm going to go with, uh, a new movie by the same director you just saw. Oh, Peter Weyer. Uh, he's a really good director. He's been around for a while. Uh, so I'm going to have you watch master and commander. What is it called? Master and commander. Master and commander. Mm Mm-hmm. It's Russell Crowe is during the Napoleonic War. He's on a British uh, vessel, and it's all about like a uh, uh, British uh, sailors, you know, going against like the French. Is it this uh, Master and Commander, the Far Side of the World? The long title at the bottom, but no one ever okay. called. No, this is a really good movie. Uh, Russell Crowe is awesome, and Paul Bettany is in it, and Paul okay. Bettany is great as well. Um, this is a movie that's like you can tell just nothing but research went into it because. It feels like you're on a ship with a bunch of sailors in the um, in the 19th century. Uh, it's awesome. Hmm. Uh, I never it. even heard of it. Yeah, like it came out, it got a lot of praise because it was so well done. I think nominated for best picture, but unfortunately, um, yeah, just kind of been forgotten about because it's not really like an epic like Gladiator, of course, but it's still like you know great uh, battle scenes and stuff like that. But yeah, it's kind of its very own unique movie in a way. All right, very nice. So that'll be fun. All right. And uh, Ian, we're going to go with in a little bit different uh, different direction here. Well, not exactly, but, but a little different direction here. Um, this is a movie I already mentioned on the podcast, and you're going to watch Man on the Moon. On the Moon? Yeah, Man on the Moon, Jim Carrey playing Andy Kaufman. Directed, oh. Directed by Milos Foreman. Oh yeah, that, no, like that. I, I think I've seen the the it's, poster for it. Where it's yeah, yeah, it's a biopic movie or biopic if you're a snob. And so, uh, it, this is this is the best Jim Carrey has ever been, and it's not even close. Oh wow! By far, the best Jim Carrey performance of all time. Um, I mean, he literally embodies Andy Kaufman. He was Andy Kaufman for like a year. Everyone had to call him Andy Kaufman. Okay. He only dre- he came to set already dressed in hair and makeup and costume every single day as Andy Kaufman. Honestly, the the like behind the scenes stuff is almost more fascinating. Um, and there's a documentary on Netflix called Andy and Me, um, 
about Jim Carrey being Andy Kaufman, which is fascinating. So I would recommend watching that afterwards as well. Okay. But it is, I mean, you think of, you know, most people think of Jim Carrey as goofy comedian stuff, but this is the actor, Jim Carrey, and it's, it's really, really, really good. Okay. I, I know nothing about it. Yeah. So that'll be, that'll be fun. All right. All right. So now we got that out of the way. Now it's time to actually talk about what we're here for. And that is Star Wars The Rise of uh, Crap, I think is a better. Skywalker. uh, I mean, there's so many titles that are more appropriate. Um, Okay, so I watched this. I just came from seeing it at the movie theater. I don't even know where to start. To well, let's start because um, like th- this movie is all over the place in terms of like how people are rating it, who likes it, who doesn't. Like it's so weird because you know a lot of us assume that just the shills would do their shilling and you know Disney would be paying everyone off and it'd be you know ninety percent or above on Rotten Tomatoes and it just once again the fans are the problem. Even though fans are already being blamed again, but we'll get into that later. But it's weird because I'm seeing a lot of people like John Campia, Scott Mendelson from Forbes who liked Force Awakens and loved Last Jedi but don't like this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those people don't count because those people hate it for the wrong reasons. Those yeah. people hate it because it's not The Last Jedi. Yeah, but then they also like The Force Awakens, which wasn't The Last Jedi either. And the Last Jedi completely like derailed Yeah, because, because they didn't know about The Last Jedi before Force Awakens. And then mm-hmm. once they saw that, they're like, oh, this is so much better than Star Wars. And so uh, yeah. that's what happened. And now those the shills all hate it because it's basically goes against everything in The Last Jedi. It's the only thing I'll give it some credit for is it really does just try and retcon a lot of that stuff. You have to. But uh, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't I mean, matter. No. Uh, Too late. Uh, yeah. Disney has, has managed to literally annoy, like, <laughs> piss off everybody. Remember. Like... They made Force Awakens, which, you know, certain people didn't like from the start. Certain people still enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. Um, then they made The Last Jedi, which was full bore political agenda and a bunch of other crap. And so they got all the, the liberal shills and people like that to really like that movie. Yeah. Or, or other people that just aren't Star Wars fans. And yeah, like then, the Trarian douchebags who, you know, like, think that Star Wars is for kids and too dumb, but yeah. Right, so they got all them, but they alienated all the real Star Wars fans. Right, and so for this one, they're like, "Oh shoot, we alienated like most of our fan base and all yeah, this other stuff." Good. So now they tried to fix it, and in the process, but there's no fixing. It doesn't no. matter what what happened. This was not going to fix anything. I think the only people they appeased were the Raylors. We will get into that. Went... Oh man, yes. Um. So yeah, this managed to just annoy everybody. So. The way I kept track of this movie is, uh, of course, you guys know, we have a bingo game that we made. Um, we've mentioned it on the podcast a bunch. And you can find it. I still have it pinned up on uh, the Twitter page, at Uncaped Review, if you want to go uh, bring in a bingo sheet and fill that out as you watch this uh, garbage fest of a movie. So I did that. Um, there were, yeah, so I, I got two different bingos. By the end of the movie, I filled out almost every box except for five. I, mean, I think there was a couple you missed. Th- there were. Wait, what do you mean? 
I, I think lens flares. I think I've already seen a lens flare. Yeah, there might have been lens flares. I, I was kind of looking for it. I didn't yeah. necessarily notice it a ton, but there definitely could have been some of those. And things. then uh, and there's one scene, like, you know, where Ray just shoots uh, the one desert. Yeah, but no, thing. she misses a lot. Okay, fair enough. I'll, I'll give him credit for that. That's definitely not like a first shot thing. Okay, so yeah, so you confirm she is not a Mary Sue then? No, definitely <laughs> not a Mary Sue. She definitely yeah. didn't. No. Anyway, I'll get into more of that in a second. Because no, there kidding. are there are a few things that were not from um, some of the leaks that are. Ooh. You know, well, I mean, not. I mean, kind of like little details, not not necessarily oh, sure. full big things. Big pretty much, ones, pretty much the big things were all revealed ahead of time. Hence, this bingo sheet, which we made like a month ago almost. Yeah. That's how long a lot of these leaks were. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I had just one, this one pa- piece of paper. I wasn't planning on taking notes. I just had this bingo sheet, but then I just kept writing stuff down, and I filled every inch of the page, <laughs> which I talked about before. You can see that on the Twitter page as well. Um, I, I honestly, I don't even know where to start. So, Did you like anything? Oh um, I'm trying I, to think. I'm I trying to think of, about know. stuff I've like because I've I've watched a few reviews. My favorite one is Jeremy Johns, just because I haven't watched any other reviews yet. Jeremy Johns is really good, but Jeremy Johns I think is maybe the best reviewer when it comes to YouTube. Yeah, he's um, good. He just has like I think the best opinion, and like his, you know his reviews are or like they hit everything. But like he's also like he's also the perfect person to review Star Wars because he's a legit fan. Like he loved, you know, he liked some prequels. He he liked the Force Awakens, but like he even tried liking the Last Jedi at first, and then like I did slowly too. and sh- yep, sh- uh, slowly and surely afterward, he made videos about all the backstabbing at Lucasfilm and all that stuff. And like even he couldn't deny it anymore that Star Wars had just gone to crap. And so with this movie, he like he didn't give it uh, dog shit his lowest rating. He gave it. You're not gonna remember it in T minus one day, but um, <laughs> but that's but, like, not true. We're gonna remember this. <laughs> yeah, but like for different reasons, obviously, in terms of like right. enjoyment of like wanting to see it again. But um, but now like he's had the best review. Uh, Chris Stuckman had a review, and I really didn't like where he kind of goes into the whole territory about again like people are blaming fans like like basically Ryan Johnson has come out and said this is what happens when you give fans what they want. It's like right. No fan wanted Palpatine to come back. No, <laughs> no fan, no fan wanted this. Like wanted the trilogy to go this way. No fan, other than the Raylo girls, wanted to see Kylo and Rey at the end. It's like stop it. This isn't what fa- fans just want. Good stories and good characters. That's all we want. Yeah. And so yeah, Chris Stuckman kind of did a like a shame on you for you know he's like he said something that we're, like Star Wars fans are always trying to blame someone. I'm like yeah. We should be blaming Kathleen Candy for this right. abomination, but, but yeah. So, this um, in terms of reviews, like I'm trying to think of like what people have praised. Uh, I don't know. I, like I know some people like this movie, obviously. Like, sure. I think, I think the best thing to compare it to is like Justice League, where yes, like, yes, that's a good comparison. Where the Snyder fans were obviously put off because it wasn't like the previous Snyder movies, because you know they brought in Joss Whedon. But then, like, people who just wanted to see a good Justice League were put off because it wasn't a good movie. So, like, it, it's this really weird Frankensteinian. I mean, it's exactly what the leaks, you know, made it look like it was going to be. Just this coddled mess that, like, just gelatinous blob that, like, no one can really claim. <laughs> yeah, it uh, it starts right off the bat. Like, that's one thing. 
A lot of this movie feels rushed, but then a lot of it also feels very long. It's very strange. It feels rushed like Justice, and long yeah. at the same time. Um, it just starts right off the bat with Kylo Ren fight looking for Palpatine. So there's not even like, oh, Palpatine's around. Like, none of that. They tell you in the opening crawl, and then it's yeah. just like, oh, there he is. He goes straight to where Palpatine is. I don't know. I'm not quite sure how he knew. I don't know if that's explained. No, literally the opening crawl because like Mark didn't see it. Uh, like the first I saw paragraph. part of it. But... Yeah, yeah, but he didn't see like the very literally the first sentence is the dead speak, and then it's literally uh, like the sinister voice of the Emperor has been heard across the galaxy. That's literally what it says. Right. Um, it's never explained. Nope. The the explanation you get for how he's alive is um the same line from Revenge of the Sith where he says. Um, the dark side has powers some consider to be unnatural. Oh, he no. literally says that same line, like to Kylo Ren. Uh, so that's the explanation for him still being alive. That's all you need. I don't even know where Exegol is. No one does. So it's why, the far why? edge of the galaxy. Well, so apparently. how is the Death Star... Anyway, I don't even know what planet they go to. They go to some place, they mention Endor, and that's where the Death Star is. Yeah. Or something, but but it's not even indoor, or it's like some, I it's something else, and I don't see how it landed there, but or how there's pieces of it. But anyway, that's a different thing. Um, so it just starts right off the bat with that, and then so you have the scene where Kylo Ren is with Palpatine, and he tells him to go and kill Ray, or to bring. I think he says to kill Ray. No, he makes, says like, which makes no sense because to... then later he says to bring. No, he definitely says to kill Ray. But then it doesn't make any sense because then later he says the whole plan was for her to come to him. So that doesn't yeah. make any sense either. But um, exactly. so that happens. And then we see all the main characters in the Millennium Falcon flying for some reason. I don't even remember why. To be now, When you was, say main characters, you mean what? Poe, Finn, po, Ray. Finn, Ray, Chewbacca, oh, GB-8, 3PO, I think. R2. Uh, R2. And they're they're like meeting with a uh, a ship that got information from a spy in the first order. So now, they're meeting does, with the ship that... to download info into R two D two. That's what they're doing. Sure. Now does that spy being the Hux? I, I hey no spoilers. We'll we're talking through the movie what? here, Ian. Oh my god, we're gonna go for the whole movie. No, but uh, I love. There's a bunch of little things like. Poe speaks Wookiee, which I I don't know how. Hey, but... freaking Ray did in the first movie. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, she spoke droid too. Yeah, none of that makes She's sense. Sp- she speaks everything. That well, of course, of course she does. Um, yeah. anyway, the Tie Fighters have hyperdrive, which I didn't think Tie Fighters had hyperdrive. No, but... the X Wings didn't used to either. No, the X Wings did. I thought they did it. I no, thought no, they no, added they defi- that the... no, they definitely did. In Empire, they do. Because okay. Luke flies it everywhere. Um, uh, I trust you, yeah. But TIE Fighters never did. But, yeah, yeah, right. But they, and I don't even remember them having that in the other two movies. I don't in think this so. Series. They might have. I could be wrong. But No, they did it. I don't know why. They always came on the service shortage. Yeah, so it doesn't make any sense. So they're doing like this hyperdrive jump with the Falcon oh, to get yeah, him away. And they're like, I don't even know what it means. They're like, it's like it's like in that. Guardians of the Galaxy. In, yeah, when they in Guardians from, of the Galaxy uh, Volume uh, 2 when they're like going through all the wormholes or whatever yeah, it is yeah, yeah. 
It's they're like doing that, and the Tie I mean, Fighters the, are following them like through hyperspace, which is weird. That's, the, that's definitely something I noticed from everything I've seen for this movie is that they, dude, they copied so or they tried to mimic so much from Endgame. It's not even funny. I mean, not just Endgame, but all the MCU. Oh in yeah, but definitely Endgame with this movie. But we'll get to that later. Um. Yeah. So that doesn't really make any sense. That lights be jumping. Apparently, it isn't good for the Falcon. And then they land back on. Uh, I don't even know what where the base is, what the planet force. it is, but they yeah. whatever the base is, they land there, and then we get like a scene like with Leia and Ray and stuff. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Ray's not with them. Sorry, she's yeah. I was gonna say she's on training, that right? base training whatever, right. and uh, we get a nice little Skype call with Kylo Ren and, oh, yeah. and Ray when he talks to her and and distracts her or something. But it's not actually that's not really as much of the Skype call. It's more him just messing with her head at that point. Okay. But um, and then every scene with Leia is like the worst thing ever. Yeah, it yeah. is so bad. Every time it happens, you're just like, it's just like bad CGI. Like you can no, tell. no, 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 no. It's not CGI. Oh. It's 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 all the deleted scenes and stuff. They yeah, use yeah. And so still... it's all so goofy. Yeah, but they still had to put it into uh, the movie. So oh, like... yeah, well, I mean, it looks fine, but it's oh, okay. just like she's not saying anything because there are no lines to be said. So oh. it's just people saying lines to her, and then she gives a generic like response that was already recorded for another scene. Oh, God. So she says like 12 words in the whole movie. Which, I mean, it's not a bad thing because that was one thing I've hated since The Force Awakens is having to hear poor Carrie Fisher talk through her dentures. Like it's just so awful. So I'm I'm kind of happy for that at least. It's bad. All the interactions between the main characters are terrible. It's I've like heard that. forced chemistry. Like there's no chemistry. Well, no, because they like, haven't Finn, been together. Finn and Ray are okay, but anyone else is terrible. Like Poe and Ray is horrible. Like all hear, that is so bad. I hear like Oscar Isaac just look bored in this movie. It's just true. bad, mixed with bad comedy. There's some, oh, no. there's some funny parts. I'll give them that. There's some funny parts, but most of it's just cringe-worthy, bad. Yeah, I mean, last Jedi did not do humor well. Um, yeah, like okay, like back to Leia. She feels like an augmented reality figure. Like that. That's the best way I can describe it. Where it's like a cutscene character you're trying to talk to in a video game that oh, can only yeah, say yeah. a few lines. That's what it feels like. Gives you a quest, yeah. It's bad. Um, let's see. And, and, like, is that the last time you see her in the movie? Really? Um, no, you see her a couple times because she dies. How how does she die? I'm I'm getting to that. She dies a little bit later on. Uh, okay, so they end up having to go. They're trying to find the wayfinder thing, and they go to oh, the, that planet with the party on it. Um, yeah. To find the ship of the guy who ends up being the guy who killed Ray's parents. Oh. Um, who had the dagger. That's where they find the dagger. Oh, God. But they're at this place, and they're, they that's where they have the they fly now thing and all that. Yeah, yeah. And Chase. they end up getting away from everybody and almost getting to the ship, but then they fall through like this quicksand and are in these tunnels, trapped. Oh. <clears throat> and they find out that that's like where the guy died or whatever. He never got off the planet, so they found his ship and stuff. But anyway... They can't get out because there's a big sandworm, ah, sandworm blocking man. the uh, the exit. And it's this vicious thing and probably is going to kill them. Um, and so they're going to blast through it. But then Ray stops and sees that it's wounded. So she goes over very slowly, puts her hand on the wound, and heals it with the force. Of course. It then slithers away and they can escape. 
So now J.J. Abrams is stealing from like a four, like a Aesop's Fables tale of the lion and the mouse. Yeah. Um, of course, every creature loves Ray, right? I mean, everything just loves Ray. Yeah. Also, we've talked about this. Force healing is not an ability um, in any way, shape, or form. And they, they're they trying to soften. They tried to soften that blow by releasing the episode of The Mandalorian yesterday. Yeah, that was good timing. Yeah. Where, where Yoda, the baby Yoda, four seals, and you're just. It's just. What, what is this? If I'm going to be honest, I don't have a huge problem with that. I have uh, a huge problem with this. I See, I, I'm much more okay with force healing than. Than like Yoda actually being able to influence the physical world, like in the Last Jedi. To me, that's more like breaking the lore of like sure. Where, but but I mean, already we've added how many Force abilities did we add from the original trilogy to the prequel trilogy? Well, that's my thing. Like, come on, you got it. Like, especially with now that we have Star Wars coming out, God knows how much like movies and shows. You know, you're going to be adding new Force abilities. I don't care. It's not a. It's not a superpower. Yeah, I, I get you. And now you're you're warranted. Uh, I don't want. You know what's again, one. You know what's one thing they added that I'm okay with. Okay. They add because they've added at least thirty in just this series. <laughs> these three movies alone. The only yeah. one I liked that they added was in the Force Awakens. The like Force Freeze thing. Yeah, with the laser I blast. I liked yeah. that. Yes, yeah. with the fr- that was freaking awesome. I was yeah, watching fun. the beginning of Force Awakens before I went to go see this. It's such a good opening to that movie. Oh, it is. Kylo Ren's a freaking badass the first no, order not. seems dangerous all this stuff is yeah. great yeah. and it's so disappointing um it is oh it's so bad so then we get a scene where so kylo ren then finds them there uh doing uh that force skype thing uh yeah. that this oh, happens that earlier the, the tie fighter tries uh, to run her over well yeah but earlier when they're at the party uh, like in the the celebration thing, this yeah, uh, little it. alien creature gives Ray a necklace and asks her what her uh, family name is, and of course she doesn't have an answer. Foreshadowing. Um, oh god. And uh, and then Kylo Ren does the force Skype thing and 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 force steals the necklace from her, and <laughs> that's how he knows where they are, and they track him down. Uh, so he the whole time steals he's just the necklace. Yes, he does through the force. What? Um. Remember how they did the water thing? Oh, in the last oh yeah. Gen- yeah, so now you can physically pull things through the Force. Why not just kill her? I don't know. Well, because he can't. Her. He can't, remember? He can't Bullshit. kill Ray. Well, yeah, I mean, you can't kill Ray. Nobody can kill Ray, but I'm like, if he you can... He doesn't have the capability. If you can, but, like, if you can grab someone's necklace, why can't you just choke them while you're at it? No one knows, Ian. <laughs> no one knows. There's yeah, why, no why continuity I, with why, this. Why am I trying to make, like, logic out of this? That's, that's your problem. Um... But so, anyways, that's how he's able to track them down, and then the, all that other stuff happens. Well, then the the first order shows up; they're shooting and stuff, and so Ray goes out to confront Kylo Ren, and that's where we get that that uh, Tie Fighter scene. Gotcha. Chewbacca goes out to get her because they're ready to leave on the ship. Oh, he does something. They kidnap Chewbacca, the First oh. Order, and put him on a transport, and he had the dagger on him, so now they have the dagger as well. Uh-huh. Also, before this, sorry, I forgot about this. 3PO translates the dagger, but then he says oh. he, he doesn't have the protocol to reveal Sith translations. So oh. he knows what it says, but he cannot, he's programmed to not tell them. That's the BS <sighs> they throw in there. Yeah, that, that is contrived as hell, my God. So Chewbacca's been kidnapped. Ray takes down Kylo Ren's TIE fighter, and then he's coming, or then uh, they, she sees 
the the transport take off with Chewie, and they they Finn and Poe yell at her that Chewie's been taken. So she uses her all powerful force to stop the transport. Kylo <laughs> Ren comes out. He starts using his force to pull the transport away. I guess. I guess that's what he's trying to do. And so she she's trying so hard that then she shoots lightning and blows it up. And kills Chewie? Yep. Chewie dies? Yep. No kidding. So then she's really distraught because she killed Chewie, and that's what Kylo Ren was trying to make her do the whole time. Make her oh lose my. control because he keeps giving little hints of you don't know sure. who you really are and sure, sure. crap like that. Um, Holy crap. Uh, yeah, so he was doing that to do that on purpose. Um, oh, so now that makes sense because I put out a tweet. I was like, the person who's been screwed the most in this trilogy has been Chewie. And like, I, I didn't even know that because I said like they won't even let Chewie die. He had the and awesome then, moment in Force Awakens after Han dies when he goes just crazy. Yeah. That was but awesome. Then, yeah, but then like everything after that, he does nothing. No, and then nothing. And then I saw with this one, he doesn't get the Falcon, and now I know why. Oh, okay. That still so, doesn't make it better. Right. Um. So they're still trying to make Kylo seem like a challenge for Rey. Like this whole time. Also, yeah. he has the mask back at this point. He had gotten it fixed, um, right. which he never should have lost the mask ever um, in the first place. But they keep trying to make him like this powerful threat, and the whole time you're just like, I, I don't, I don't care. He's been wiped out by her twice. Why? He, he, like he wasn't a powerful threat by the end of the first movie. No, he wasn't. They already ruined him by then. Yeah. Um. So anyway. Holy crap. Then we find out that it was all some sort of um force vision or mistake because Chewie's actually alive. Oh, God damn you. They never explain how. Um, I don't right. know if it was all a vision or if he was on a different ship or what. He's Every, just alive. Fake out ship, probably. Oh, oh yeah, so definitely. Th- so, now it, so I was right. They don't even let him die. Yep, yep you're right. Um, and, it, and he still doesn't get the Falcon. Yeah, like they don't even take time to milk the apparent death. Like it's in the next scene. You see him on another ship. And you're, well, like, they, they, you're like, they what? Didn't what? Why did they even do that? <laughs> why would they, well, yeah, why would we lament on Chewie's death if we didn't with Han or Luke? It doesn't make any sense. Good um, God. God, I was, I was actually kind of hopeful. I'm like, oh, well, people now will hate Ray because she kills Chewie, but no. Yeah. We could um, never have that. I, I should have known better. There's all this crap. Again, just more crap reasons to wipe 3PO's memory. Oh, man. Um, there, There's another scene with them on, or with like Ray on Kylo. Or no, that's later. Um, So then they have to go to this place to some illegal like art like black market guy who can tr- who can hack into 3PO's memory and 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 uh and so that he can say the, like that, yeah. the 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 prohibited files or whatever <laughs> um some crap like that yeah. and uh that's where they meet so it's just some some planet that's being overrun by first order people and that's where we meet Zori Bliss another like bounty hunter person who oh, used to cool. run with Poe as part of a uh spice spice smuggler gang so you find out poe is basically just they're trying to make han solo oh it's really interesting because i (laughs) yeah i know um zori bliss is very attractive though even though we don't see her full face it's carrie carrie russell yeah she's she's attractive so that's nice um the character makes zero sense zero sense whatsoever she like hates she hates poe for leaving or betraying them or something and has this special all access key that helps them get through any imper- like a first order blockade that she's earned and she's going to escape and then after they've talked to her for like a few minutes she's like as they're leaving she's like here Poe take this and he's like 
wait, what? She's like, yeah, uh, yeah, you need it more than I do. It's like, what? You were going to kill that, him before. This doesn't make any sense. That's why the character exists. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, definitely. Um, they're they're just trying they're they're trying to make Poe the new Han Solo throughout this whole. You should have done that from the beginning. Part of the movie. Um, yeah. No, they shouldn't have ever done it. But well, if no, they like, were going to do it, yes, in the first movie. Should, yeah, should have given him something to do. Uh, so they end up getting onto the ship, like Kylo Ren's ship, because um, they're trying to rescue Chewie. That's what they're using that for. And Ray does the just bullshit force mind trick, Jedi mind trick, on sure, like six stormtroopers at once. It's not only does she like do the thing where oh you you are happy we're here or something like that then she's like gets them to tell her everything about whatever she wants um that's fun <laughs> everyone is just running through stormtroopers like they're nothing oh like, yeah i saw that clip yeah which i mean i get stormtroopers aren't really all that effective but sure. even in the first movie they were like they had to hide from the, their blaster bolts yeah, you, you know? still have to use cover yeah right no they don't they just run straight out in the open and just take everybody yeah. out and yeah, this isn't what, just Ray. This is just everybody. Yeah, that's what I loved about the the most recent episode of Mandalorian. I know we didn't talk about, it, but it's like it, it just shows you how like good writing and good like characters create stakes. Where at the end of the episode of Mandalorian, thirty stormtroopers is more intimidating and more like, oh my god, what's going to happen? An entire fleet of Star Destroyers <laughs> in this movie, and that just Very shows true. you like that's just good writing. Where it's like you actually care about what's going to happen to the characters. And you don't know what's going to happen, unlike this movie. That's true. Very yeah. true. Um, there's so much force Skyping. Ray ends up going to like Kylo Ren's quarters, and is he's trying Ew. to find her, but she's able to block her location, so he doesn't know where she is. But And then they're doing this weird thing where it's like cutting from you seeing Kylo Ren's quarters to where Kylo Ren is back on that planet where they just were, and it keeps cutting back and forth. And then they start lightsaber fighting through force <laughs> Skyping. Which I don't understand, but they can fight via Skype now, so that's kind of cool. Then we find out the other big reveal, General Hux is the spy. Ah, okay. Yeah, there it is. Which makes no sense. Um, Uh, No. He also, you know, he (laughs) He destroyed the the whole Republic. (laughs) Um, And then then you find out he only is doing this because he hates Kylo Ren. He's not doing it for any other reason. Yeah, because they had to make that after uh, The Last Jedi. Yeah, um, he he then gets shot just like a little bitch. Yeah, like, I mean, a couple, like, like a scene later by the new leader of whatever, who's uh, General Pride, who's right, actually guy. the real ambassador for Palpatine and, and was a former Imperial whatever and his whatever crap. He just gets shot and dies. Um, nice. Yeah, he, he again another character who was intimidating at first. Yeah, then... Well, at least somewhat. Somewhat, yeah, but even like at least he was serious. And then the second movie, he's just Garbage. getting slapped around and getting your mama jokes. It's like, oh god, so bad. Um, some other things. Okay, Kylo Ren without the mask sucks. Him with yeah. the mask is cool. Not Adam Driver. Adam Driver is great, but just Kylo Ren without the mask. Sure. Sucks. Um, then when they're trying to escape Kylo Ren's ship, all of a sudden, just the Millennium Fal- they fly out on the Millennium Falcon. I don't know right. where it came from. They didn't come there with it. Yeah, how the hell does the Millennium Falcon get on a Star Destroyer or whatever? It's just there. I have no idea. How do they, they just not take shoot off that with thing? it. They yeah. didn't fly in there with it. They flew with the other ship. Good God. So I don't know where it came from, but... Um, should have just flown it into the Death Star and blown it up. They should well, have. Well, I guess they did, but, you know, like just into the hangar. Like, not even... <laughs> like, ugh. Um, they go to that planet near Endor where the Death Star is. It's where we meet Janna. 
Um, she, oh, you find out she was a former stormtrooper also. The same oh way Finn was and defected with all the other group there. That's so, so now his thing isn't even unique anymore. Oh, wow. You're right. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, and she did it the same way where she was taken from her family, forced and everything. And then they went into battle and they all just refused to shoot the civilians. Cool. And and they even do a thing where we don't even know why. It was just an instinct. And you're like, what what is going on here? They're, um, they're, they're rebooting their own movies now. They are. Uh, God. The Death Star still has pieces of it intact for some reason. Somehow. Um, there's So then Ray goes herself to the Death Star because she has to find the Wayfinder. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, and, the, and in when she, you like see her go through like the throne room and some secret chamber where she finds the Wayfinder, but then when she grabs it, she has all these like Force visions of Dark oh, Side God. Ray, which I'm not going to lie, much, much hotter than regular Ray. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a recurring theme with these Disney Star Wars movies is that they take good-looking women like uh, Daisy Ridley and even the chick who plays Rose is very pretty in real life, and yeah. they make them hideous in these movies. Well, I don't think Ray looks hideous. No, at but any they point. pull her. They pull her hair back to the point where her scalp is about to rip off, and yeah. they just give her grungy clothing. Where, like, you see her in interviews, they're like, "Good God!" But no, like poor Kelly Marie Tran looks like. Yeah, that is a shame. It's just beautiful, in real see, life. They make yeah. her look a little bit better in this movie, but yeah, they, they give her a stupid haircut. Yeah. Not nearly as as attractive as she is in real life, but no. but yeah, Dark Side Ray. Much more attractive. Definitely sure. hotter. Um, Definitely more interesting. Uh, so then Kylo Ren shows up there, and he destroys the Wayfinder, saying that you'll oh, never, no. you have to, you have to come with me, and we'll go together and defeat the Emperor. Because where have know, I heard that? I, I'm the son of, you know, Leia Skywalker, the the grandson of Darth Vader, and you're the the granddaughter. That's when he tells her she's the granddaughter of Palpatine. So oh. they're destined to rule the galaxy. Um, and then Which we she had, already refused you in the last movie, right? Um, we get the big battle, the big lightsaber battle. So Ooh. much like holding of the lightsabers upside down, like sorry. so much. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, I know what you're talking Everyone about. Everyone fights we, holding them backwards. Yeah, that that weird kind of like samurai grip. I they don't do. get it. Nobody I, fights like that. No, it it makes no sense, and they do it the whole movie. The light, yeah, the lightsaber fighting in these movies is atrocious. It's they're literally bad. just like they're aim, like they're It looks like little kids who are trying to choreograph a fight where they don't hurt each other. That's like what yeah. it looks like. It's like not good. Like if you watch, like if you slow down, they're literally just aiming for each other's lightsabers. If you watch like they're not any aiming. lightsaber battle from the prequels, uh, they're fantastic. They're amazing. Yeah, freaking Bob Anderson. It was a, it was a, a choreographer. It was I don't amazing. Know why they couldn't do that on this one? Um, but I Kylo know. Ren. So this is where they're fighting and like on the ruins of the Death Star and the water type right. thing. Right. Kylo right. Ren defeats Rey. Like he is no, going sh- to kill Rey, and then Leia somehow knows they're fighting, and she force talks to him to distract him and tell him not to kill Rey, and then Rey stabs him so she still oh, wow. wins but of he course. actually would have won if it wasn't for I, i'm surprised i'm surprised they actually went that far i'm i was too i was quite pleased with it um but yeah so Ray's kills him but but then um but then she, she heals him yeah before, oh she kills before him. he dies well she doesn't he doesn't die but he, she stabs him all the way through like impales him but then she oh. heals him before he dies wow with her force healing stuff um, oh, yeah, yeah. the force healing doesn't affect Ray at all, 
which like, doesn't makes drain her no powers. no, it makes no yeah. sense. We that even point. established that with with Yoda. It, it it the whole point is you're transferring your life force to them, so it is taking some of your life force, and like that is that hurts you. Sure. Nope, not Ray. Doesn't no, hurt her at all. No, Later no, in the movie, does. at the end, it's even worse. Um, no. But uh. Yeah, so then Leia dies. She dies doing her thing to use the force to stop Kylo Ren. So that she, kills her. she dies she dies the same way Luke dies. Pretty much, yeah. What the hell? Yeah, it's bad. And, yeah, and, and granted again, yeah, they don't have a whole lot of footage they can use. It's not like they could do a whole lot of stuff with her death, but oh what is with Oh my god. Like Yoda died because he was like a thousand years old. It's like what right. is with just Jedi is like just oh too much stress. I I don't know. But well, Leia wasn't a Jedi either. Huh. Uh, no, she is a Jedi in this. Oh, my um, mistake. So, and then they're all sad that Leia died, and it's this like really bad, over dramatic, like Chewy, like collapsing on the ground and wailing. What? And you're like, this is not. This is. I'm sorry. He didn't even act like this when Han died. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a little overboard. Um, no kidding. Let's see what else we have here. I gotta find out where I am in my notes. Now, hey. uh, this is where I ran out of room in order. Um, gosh. Let's see. Leia so died. let's okay. Here we go. Um. Okay. So then, then that's where the vision of Han shows up to oh, Kylo Ren after he's healed by Ray, and it it talks to him. I don't know what it is. It's not a Force ghost. It's just it, some sort of vision or memory or something. It, it pretty much is though. Come on, let's be kind real. of. And it goes through, you know. You still good? I don't know some other stuff like that, and then yeah. it, he repeats the same line from Force Awakens of "I know what I have to do, but I don't have don't know if I have the strength oh, okay. to do it." But of course, this time he throws the lightsaber away, which is another problem because that's the coolest thing in the whole series is his lightsaber. That was like the only new thing they introduced, really. Yeah. So that's gone, um, cool. and and I guess Kylo Ren has turned good at this point. We literally don't see him again till the end of the movie. Um, oh wow. So Ray is gonna try and burn Luke's lightsaber at some point, Why? but um, I don't know because she's not worthy of it or something. She's distraught that Leia's dead. But oh, God. and um, this is back on Octu, I believe. Oh, the the planet from we Ash never Jedi? see her go there. She's just there, and then so Luke's Force Ghost though shows up to prevent her from. He like catches the lightsaber before it goes in the fire. Why not? So so still it can the ghosts can interact with real life. Good that God. that that continues. Yeah, so they kept that from the last Jedi. Um yep, they did. Um Luke says that he and Leia knew all along who Ray was. Really? Yeah. Maybe maybe somebody should mention. Yeah, you would think even she says that. Um and she's like, Well then why did anyone train me? Like which is funny. Well one, no one trained it. But anyway. Um So anyway, and then uh they find he shows her where Leia's saber is buried on Octu. She has a saber. Then they show a flashback scene with Luke and Leia training. And it's like CGI young Mark. Which actually looks okay. They, they hide, they hide it enough with, you know, other things. It it, it doesn't look bad. I mean, Marvel, Marvel's great at the aging. So they, it shows them like him, like explaining her when she completed her training and she's fighting with Luke and they're fighting with lightsabers and, but then she gave up being a Jedi because she saw a vision of her son killing something. I don't remember. Uh, students? Yeah. 
She saw a vision of her son killing people and or destroying the Jedi or something. So she's like, I'm not going to be a Jedi. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but it, it, that was the reason she wasn't, it became a Jedi after finishing training or something. Um, wasn't that the reason that uh, Luke was going to kill him too? D- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, anyway. Um, so they ruined Leia as well. So also. then, yeah, kind of. Yeah. So then, uh, Ray just happens to find the other wayfinder in the wreckage of Kylo's ship that she was burning. Two wayfinders? Yeah, there was two. There was only two that were made. They do make a big point to say that only two. But she just finds that there. Again, I don't even know why <laughs> Kylo's ship is there. It doesn't... Anyway. Um, on Oct 2? I think so. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on Oct 2. Anyway, yeah, no, nothing makes sense. Um, yeah, well, why am I trying? Uh, Finn has force abilities too. Why? He, he base You know, like Leia in... Empire Strikes Back, it's like that level of Force abilities, where well, he can like sense from? Ray, oh, or stuff like okay. that. I don't know why, but they they do mention that. There's a, uh, let's see, there's um the horses on the Star Destroyers. We have that scene. Well, that comes later though, right? Yeah, that's a little later. I'm skipping ahead. What about where does Lando come in? Oh yeah, Lando they find on that party planet. Oh, okay. And then then he pops up again at the rebel base later. Um so now we're all the way later when they've gotten to Exegol. Ray takes Oh yeah, Luke's uh Luke's uh, X-wing. So the one that was Force, Force uh, Ghost Luke ra- raises his X-wing out of the water. <sighs> and that's how Ray can fly away. Of course. This must be the best engineering of all time. This yeah, thing has been be sitting here for 30 years underwater. underwater, and then it's perfectly just fine. Why not? So that was another box I got to check off. Yep. Um, let's see. So anyway, so she flies, she finds the way, because of the Wayfinder, she she goes to Exegol, and then she relays, like, the path to the Resistance so they can follow. Okay. Um, yeah. So, and the, oh, maybe this is the scene. So she ends up going into the where the emperor is, and I, maybe that's the scene when he says, "I am alive because of the his Sith powers." Crap stuff. Um, with that line from the from Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Yeah. Um, like it's literally. The the and so all the resistance ships show up, and they start to you know, fight the Star Destroyers. Um, and where did, where did all they come from? Where did all of them come from? Like, Well, wait, we're just... not there yet. There's only oh. there's only a few. Oh. They send Lando out in the Millennium Falcon to go gather more people somehow. Um, And so they start to get destroyed, obviously, because there's not nearly enough of them for the 80 million Star Destroyers, yeah, which also that? have cannons on them and, and have started blowing up planets. That does happen. I, I knew it. They had to bring the Death Star back in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Oh, but even God, worse. JJ. Yeah, the, the worst, yeah. Um, let's see. So all that happens. Um, And then there's they, basically like, it's like Return of the Jedi, pretty much. Because Palpatine course. then opens like the roof and shows Ray like the, all the ships being destroyed. Oh, all like, your fr- you're going to watch all your friends die. See, yeah. so you need to strike me down. And then oh my God. you will take all the powers of the Sith. And, and you... Wait, so he wants he wants Ray to kill him? Yes. He's what? also on like that life support thing they were talking about. 
So, but that's why he wants Ray to kill him. And uh, he wants Ray to kill him because she's the granddaughter, and it's her destiny, and she can take on all the power of the Sith if she does that. <sighs> Makes a lot of sense. It doesn't. <laughs> you know what? It doesn't <laughs> because Ray has never once been tempted by the the dark, the dark side. Well, a little bit in the Last Jedi by Kylo oh, Ren. Oh, blow me with that. She she freaking <laughs> she goes into a hole and taps on a mirror, and that's it. It's like. No, she never has any conflict. But <laughs> he tries, though. Um, so then there's a moment uh, where she's like getting destroyed. Oh. Um. Let's see. Didn't expect that. Or not totally destroyed. Um. She does get tortured by Snoke for two minutes, I guess. Let's see. Hang on. I might be out of order. With the stuff the, that I wrote down. The script might be out of order, too. Um, okay. Oh, my gosh. What is this? Okay, yeah. So, that's what it is. So, yeah, I, I skipped I skipped around. I missed a part. So, she's, so the she's there. She's there with uh, Palpatine. And then who comes in for the save but Ben Solo? He's no longer Kylo Ren. He's been solo. He doesn't have his Kylo Ren costume on. He's a triple agent now. Comes jumping in and uh, very Han Solo-like um, or attempting from like the first movie. Well, like, and, like, uh, look. and he kills the Knights of Ren. Oh, yeah. Well, where were they the whole, this whole um, movie? He, he ends up taking them with him to like that desert planet at some point. But he, he literally mentions it. We see him for a second and then we don't see him again until the end here. Dude, talk um, about the biggest, like, why were they even mentioned? Like, why were they ever even don't know. a thing? Don't this know. This whole trilogy, they don't do it. should have been game. way more interesting. They should have um, just been the villains for this movie. Totally agree. God, um, JJ is such so a hack. There's a part where he's, like, surrounded by the Knights of Ren. Because he doesn't have a lightsaber, remember? Oh, yeah, what was he even doing? He's just, like, punching them and force-pushing them what? and stuff. So, but but anyway, so they're, they're kind of overpowering him now. Okay. And get this, Ray force teleports Luke's lightsaber to him. What, uh, she's standing there next to <sighs> next to Palpatine. He thinks she, he, this is the moment she's gonna finally kill him. She like puts it behind her back and then raises up her hand and it's gone. And then Kylo Ren grabs it from behind his back and then kills the Knights of Ren. Oh my god! It's amazing. So, so it was like the reverse necklace thing where oh. now you can give yeah, someone right exactly. Oh my god! Um, I, I like how the the force is now literally just anything to fill a plot hole in your script. It is. Like how how, do, how how does Kylo get a lightsaber? He doesn't have one. Oh uh, well, now there's a new force ability that can change that. So and she of course has Leia's lightsaber, so they each have one, and they are going against Palpatine, but he drains the life force from them. Oh no! So that happens, and then um. And so he's doing that, but then at this point, the rebellion's done. I mean, they're the not the rebellion. Sorry, the resistance is is done. It's the rebellion. They're about to be taken out, but then at the last second, a billion—and I do mean a billion—random ships appear it. with Lando leading them for the save, um, to the to save the resistance. And I don't know where these people came from in such a short period of time, or how there's yeah. this many battleships. Yeah. Because like yeah, because we are. established in the last movie that they, it was this is literally like the last of resistance on Kray, and all the other people like didn't care. 
But mm-hmm. also with that scene, dude, they wanted it to be like the portal scene in, the, in Endgame so bad. It's bad. Um, Star Destroyers are also killed very easily at this point because there's okay. so many of them. So you just kind of shoot them a few times and they blow up now. That's what, that's what I was talking about with stakes. Freaking mm-hmm. 30 Stormtroopers is way more intimidating than a whole fleet of Star Destroyers with freaking Death Star cannons. Yep. Um, and also there's the moment, but then Palpatine doesn't like that, so he goes up and um, he's now, he's drained the life force, so he's powerful again, and he uh, raises up and uses his lightning to start to destroy all the rebellion, all the rebellion ships. So that's a bingo square, yep. Literally just st- shoots it in the sky and it just goes over everywhere. But Why it doesn't hit the, 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 um. Important characters. No, it, it no, it doesn't hit the Star Destroyers. Somehow, oh, that's it just hits the all the resistance ships. Why didn't he do that in Jedi? Uh, no one knows. And uh, Ray and and Kylo Ren so, are trying are to like, trying to get up? no, no. They slowly kind of recover, but then as they're doing so, Palpatine, life force? Palpatine just force pushes Kylo Ren off off the cliff into some abyss. Just whoo, gone. And then um. Okay. Then, then Ray hears all the Jedi speak oh to her, and uh, she she hulks up uh, in a very dramatic way. So uh, they, they like give her back her life force. Then I I don't know. Maybe um, what the hell is what the hell even is a life force? Like? No one knows, Ian. No one knows. It's something that can be taken, and that's all I know. Um, <laughs> but she powers up with the power of all the Jedi's ever. Um, grabs, uh, force grabs both the lightsabers, uh, blocks the, or, uh, first she, um, grabs her light, well, the one lightsaber and, and starts blocking the, the lightning that, um, that Palpatine is directing at her. And then right, she, like uh, then she grabs the other lightsaber, um, as well. And at this point, this is where Palpatine is, it does the wonderful lines, oh, the Sith live in me. And then yeah. she says, all oh, the Jedi Live in me. It's a very yeah. big Iron Man moment that's just oh my God. horrible. That's the first thing that popped up to me. It's Grabs like, oh, the other lightsaber almost... and then just blasts the Emperor with the reflected force lightning and he just like disintegrates and dies. That's all it took? Two lightsabers? Mm-hmm. Like, so the lightning back. If Luke hadn't just cut off Vader's hand, he could have just taken his lightsaber. He shouldn't have thrown it. his lightsaber away. He was that an too. idiot. Oh. Luke yeah. was an idiot the whole time. Yeah. All he had to do was hold on to his lightsaber, not throw it away, and then he would have been able to defeat the Emperor. He needed easier. a woman. Yeah, he needed a woman to show him how to do it correctly. Well, that is true too. Them explain whatever. Yeah, so that was really a wonderful moment. Um, oh, how climactic! I know, very climactic. Everyone was thrilled. <laughs> uh, so at this point, Finn and Jenna had been on one of the, like, main, the whole point was they were trying to take out the main Star Destroyer, which had oh. the antenna that controlled all the other Star Destroyers for some reason. Of course reason. it does, yeah. And but... so they, like, did some suicide mission where they the horses threw, yeah, there was the horses, and then they threw bombs into it and somehow blew it up. And then as it's blowing up, they were still left out there, so Lando and the Falcon has to come over. Uh, for the save, and um, and then they jump on the top and it flies away while they're still on the top and they don't fall off somehow. What? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they get in, they go through the hatch at some point, but it yeah. starts to fly away when they are not in the hatch yet. 
And I'm not sure how they stay on, but they do. Um, so then at some point, somehow when Ray destroys Palpatine, it somehow kills her. That's not explained either. Oh my god! I, d- I don't know why, but she's I... dead. Thank she's god. dead. But somehow here comes Kylo Ren climbing up out of the pit. Well, I, I don't fell know. Into an abyss. I, that's what we. That's what I thought too. But he he climbs up that side of that thing somehow. Comes climbs back out. Life force. It's perfect timing. He he comes out to give his life force to Ray, but he was you know. He he had to be thrown into the abyss so that he had no chance in getting in Ray's way of being the hero. No, absolutely. We no, couldn't have Kylo Ren anywhere near the climax of this movie. Oh no, she does we not couldn't have, We couldn't have. Anything. You know, we couldn't have the redeemed villain help in the death, or you know, like nope. you know, like in Return of the Jedi, how nope. Abrams was trying to copy that so much, but we couldn't copy that part. Nope. So uh, he comes over and and gives his life force to Ray. I thought he lost his life force. I thought so too, but I guess he got it back in the abyss. I don't know. Maybe he found uh, it down there. I guess um, lost it found down there. I, I think so. So <laughs> he is a plot he, of the trilogy in there. I think no, no, not they, even. He didn't um, find that. No. <laughs> but he gives his life force to Ray. Of course he does. And so she, she get you know she she wakes up, and they have this nice little moment where they they look at each other and. And uh, touch each other's face, and then go right in for all the fan fiction. Well, I'm so happy because I mean they've they've obviously been building toward this in the last two movies. I mean, you saw nothing but this growing romance between them, and, and the seeds were sown mm-hmm. so perfectly. So hey, they with, were sown all the way back in the Force Awakens when he interrogates her, if you remember. Oh, correctly. absolutely, and I, I'm sure she just got so horny when he killed Han Solo in front of her. I'm sure that, that was what did it. That was what it is. Like I knew at that moment when he killed my so-called father figure, who I knew for a day, that right. I fell in love with him. But so then after that, Kylo Ren keels over and dies. Oh my god! Does and and any... like fully dies, like like disappears, like does the Jedi thing where the body him disappears. Too. Yeah, yeah. Now, Ian, this is my biggest problem with the movie. Oh. That's that's a lie. Um, yeah. th- there's not one. Um, but I talked about it earlier. Ray uses the life force, heals the worm, heals uh, Kylo Ren earlier. She's fine. But Kylo Ren uses it, and it kills him. Well, he's nowhere near as powerful. Ian, this doesn't make any sense. Life force, if you give the life force, it should affect you. It does not affect Ray in the slightest at any point. But then Kylo Ren does it, and it kills him. Of course. What was the point of redeeming Kylo Ren? I mean, seriously, I don't know. He didn't. She didn't need him to defeat Palpatine. No. So why redeem him? I don't know. Because even I mean, Ryan Johnson, his like, because at the end of Force Awakens, there's no even like, I mean, come on, him killing Han Solo should be like the book closed on any chance of him him being redeemed. I and then agree. in the Last Jedi, they start to tease it. It's like okay. And then just when you think it's going to be something different about him and Ray teaming up and taking down everything, it's like, oh, no, it turns out I am evil. Mm-hmm. And they once again just reaffirm, oh, no, he is the bad guy. Only to then in the third movie, just all of a sudden he redeems that so he can just like get his life force sucked, fall into a hole, and then give his life to Ray. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You can't make this up. But they did. Um... The maniacs, they did it. 
you, you blew it up. Uh, so that happens, and then because now Finn and and, and Jenna or whoever, all the ships just start movie? falling out of the sky, and, the and we get a, we get another re- Return of the Jedi but special edition shot where oh, like no. all the star systems are celebrating. I thought so they were all see, dead. Well, you thought so, but you see all the star systems celebrating as all the all the I guess all the star destroyers from the entire galaxy start collapsing. Oh and and God. you get a shot, you get a shot of Ewoks on Endor as part of that. <laughs> so I got to check that box off too. Yeah, and the Ewoks. That helped me with my second bingo. Um, oh, nice. Um, let's see. So then there's a bunch of celebrations. Um, another box, which I didn't have in mind, but is a box. Um, as all the celebrations are happening, you see two two women kiss. Oh, so yeah, I heard about that. Oh, there's so, that. I have yeah. to check that one off. And breaking new ground, Disney. And we get a shot where Maz Kanata gives Chewbacca a medal. Oh God, she's in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She is. She's she's with the with the resistance throughout um, a couple of scenes. Who freaking cares? Um, but she she goes, "You deserve this," and gives Chewbacca a medal, even though he didn't do anything in this movie. But um, no, but uh, it's like, that's like them being like, "See, we really are fans because for the longest time, everyone was mad that she didn't get a medal at the end of." A new hope. See, right. we actually like Star Wars. Right. Exactly. Um, he'll 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 get a medal. He won't get the Falcon, but he'll get a medal. Mm-hmm. So exactly. He can, so he can use it to hate himself after he realizes that his friend <laughs> <laughs> that his friend died. He lost his ship, and he has no reason to live. Yeah. At this point, he really doesn't have anything to live for. He should yeah, just, just go back. He should just go back to his home from the holiday special. Go back. To go Kashyyyk. back to his family. Yeah. yeah. Oh man! Good um, God. So Ray returns to uh, Luke's home. Why? Because she because he's now irrelevant and she is the real Star Wars hero. She's still his identity. She just assumes yes, yes, his yes. Identity. Literally, she. Because then there's the whole scene when the lady's there, asks her who she is, and I'm Ray, Ray Skywalker, because she can identify as whatever she wants because it's 2019. Sure. And then she has a gold lightsaber. I don't know how. How does she know how to make a lightsaber? I don't think she ever learned how to do that. But she's Here's another question. Ready. Why does she even need a lightsaber? I, she she gets rid of the other ones. She buries the, Luke and Leia's there. The threat is gone. The, she has restored balance to the force. Like, this is the end of the saga. Why does she need a lightsaber? No one knows. This is so finally... No one knows. Well, finally, Luke, Luke still has his lightsaber after the end of... Uh, Turn of the Jedi. Remember, he starts the new Jedi's or whatever. So yeah, sure. Because there, I mean, there's still the possibility of so. But they have clearly said this is the end of the saga. I mean, this is what it's all been leading to. The friggin' Palpatine was the only threat apparently ever. We needed the hero shot of her with a lightsaber that's gold for some reason that's made out of her staff. Like, the well, finally, her, her staff, staff serves some purpose. I don't know why she didn't get rid of that as soon as she got a lightsaber, but whatever. No one knows that either. Um, should have had a, a twin-sided lightsaber like Darth Maul. That would have made a lot more sense. Well, her... the evil Ray has that uh, Swiss Army knife lightsaber. Oh god, that stupid one! That one, that like that <laughs> thing makes no sense. Like you, at least, at least it, it was something different, man. No, 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 no. We've already we've already gotten <laughs> one dumb lightsaber design. Like the, the whole like because when it's one-sided, before she extends it, you can't grip it with one hand. Like it's it's too. Like lightsabers are folded and there's space in between. Like it's too fat to hold. So there's like not even any like logical like I function. Know. 
I'm I'm not arguing that. Um, but then we get the final shot with the music and her uh, with the with the uh, Tatooine twin sons and. The... Oh, we haven't seen that done yet since you know the original movie. Oh wait, no, we did. We saw the last movie. And we saw it in Revenge of the Sith. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And so that ends, and uh, that's the end of the movie. And I freaking booked it out of there. Wow. As as quickly as I possibly could. I was about oh, to leave before she said Ray Skywalker, but I didn't. Yeah, uh, you didn't stay for the standing ovation. I already uh, no, there was no ovation. There was not one cheering moment. There was a few laughing moments. Say. There was a few laughing moments on like actual like comedic parts and then other laughing moments on non comedic parts. That was mostly where I was laughing. Um sure. <laughs> that happened. There was several like there was a few like what in the world? There was a few of those. Um, which was nice, and there was no cheer ever. There was no cheer at the end did of the you, movie, no anything like that. Did you yell bingo when you got it? No. Let's see. I, I know, I know. <laughs> I felt there was like a dad and his like his his like daughter sitting oh. next to me, and they were like all excited before the movie. Oh, yeah. And so I tried, but I, I outright said, I... I I made comments a few times through throughout yeah. the movie. Um, yeah, I just feel bad for that. that there was dad. a lot of "Oh my gosh" from me in that movie. Um, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, uh, that that's that's my rundown. So good. That was much God. longer than I meant to do, but uh, it was gonna be. Yeah, it's 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 something. So now Ian definitely has to watch for himself. Uh, I really don't. <laughs> yeah, you do. I, I want to hear your take on this this travesty. You've heard my take. I mean, I just responded to everything. You haven't I, seen it, though. I don't want to see it. I don't want to give a single dollar. Although, although I may not feel bad because I'm telling you, Matt. I'm telling you now. I, I called it before. This ain't making a billion dollars. No way. No how. I, I like. I didn't think that was possible beforehand, and I think it's possible now. That what they're projecting. The opening weekend is right, like just right under like 200 million, maybe right at it, but if not like 190, 180. But that second week drop off is going to be huge because the word so. of mouth, this word of mouth is not good. I mean, the Rotten Tomatoes is way lower than even I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's rotten, which I did not think was going to happen. So I'm telling you now, it's because, like, yeah, it's going to be right on track with the same, basically the same percentage that was lost from Force Awakens to. Last Jedi, and it was seven hundred million. So seven hundred million minus, I think, Last Jedi made like one point four billion, which would put you right at like eight hundred million, right around there. And I, I think that's exactly where this movie's going to end up if it's lucky. Yeah, I, I that wouldn't surprise me. It's not making a billion unless Disney does their stupid Captain Marvel crap, where they buy a bunch of tickets and then inflate the sales. It's like, no. That could happen. I could see them doing that. It definitely could, but I think at this point, I think with the Rotten Tomatoes score being out, I think, because like, when I first heard that about the whole Captain Marvel, I was like, okay, why didn't they do that for Solo? Because Solo was a bomb and that was embarrassing. But I really think they, they didn't think Solo was going to bomb. I think they were still, oh, it's a Star Wars movie. People will go see it. And then they were just completely flabbergasted. It was like, oh, the last Jedi really did hurt everything. Mm-hmm. So with this one, they are preparing, but I think now with the Rotten Tomatoes score, like we're being out that this movie is crap. Everyone knew it was going to be. I think they're not even going to bother. I agree. I-, I think they just want to move on as soon as possible. I hope so. Um, God, 
anyway, uh, so a few things. This movie on Letterboxd already has about 30,000 um, watches. It's got uh, 3.2 average. Uh, most of the most most of the ratings are around three stars, which is way too high in my opinion. But uh, that's where most of them are at the moment. On IMDb, it is sitting at a 6.8 out of 10. Seems about right. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 57% critic rating and surprisingly an 87% audience score. That will go down. I, I, that's, I feel like it's getting bombed for like positive bomb, like people giving it a 10 out of 10 or whatever, 800. That will go down. Could be. Could be. With this week in the will. Um, after all the hardcore fans, I guess, have already seen it and everyone else sees it, maybe that's. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so that's that kind of the tracking right now with uh, Star Wars, the, uh, the demise of Skywalker. It really the, is. The better way. There's even a moment when Palpatine, like when he throws him when he throws Kylo Ren like off into the abyss or whatever, he even has a line, a line of like, I'm destroying the last of the Skywalkers, which is true. Like the movie should end yeah. with Kylo Ren, not with Ray. Like he's well, the I mean, last, never he's the last Skywalker. Well that, well, that goes in par with, okay. None of the titles for these movies. Really, I mean, well, the, the, the force awakens makes sense, but it's still sure. a lazy title, but okay. The Last Jedi, I, I don't care if it makes me look dumb. I still don't get what is what it's in reference to. I'm, like, no, I don't think, I don't think anyone really knows. Okay, because I've never heard anyone bring that up. I'm like, okay, Luke says at the very end before he you know dies from a fart or whatever um, that I will not be the Last Jedi. And it's like, okay, so why is it called the Last Jedi? I guess they're talking about Ray because I guess Ray is the Last Jedi. And then I guess it's the same case with this movie. It's called The Rise of Skywalker. So I guess it's literally just referring to. Ray will be the last Skywalker. I guess. God, it, I hate how just everything about this trilogy is about Ray to the point where none of the side characters get anything to do. Finn should have been the main character, gets to do nothing. I totally Finn is by far the most interesting character at the beginning of Force Awakens. Finn yes. and Kylo Ren are both awesome characters at the beginning of Force Awakens. The only two times in this whole trilogy where I actually perked up and I, I got a interested in like invested i was like oh they are going to do something different is in the last jedi right after they kill the red guards when kylo's like let's be done with all of it the jedi the sith the first order all of it i was like "Ooh, this could be different and nothing you know and they they stuck the same formula no first order space nazis rebels bunch of multicultural ethnic people they're the good guys and then the only other time was yeah the beginning of the force awakens where you saw a stormtrooper be humanized i was like oh this is different, but mm-hmm. then what happens? You go to the desert with the orphan who's going to be the chosen one. Oh, great. Haven't seen this before. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. But no, yeah. like Poe po doesn't get to do anything. R2-D2 had a blanket on him the whole first of the movie. <laughs> and then he just wakes up and, oh, I have the whole map. Yeah, oh, here you well, go. that's nice. Oh, y'all needed this? Um, doesn't do anything <laughs> in the last Also, why would I... a droid go into, like, depression from yeah. a human leaving? That makes no sense. Yeah. When it's, like, human a is robot. A... So he goes into depression for leaving the human, but when his human dies, he's not affected. I guess I don't, not. I don't, that that was a that was a blatant oh because the script dictates you know we have to have a a quest even though like the whole map that Luke Skywalker doesn't make any sense because well, then that's true too. But um, but no, it's like no no other character gets to shine because Ray gets everything. Ray gets the name. Ray gets their lightsabers. 
Ray gets his, his X-Wing. Ray gets the Malayan Falcon. Ray gets BB-8, even though BB-8 is best friends from freaking Poe. Right. Like, oh, oh, it, I, it, Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. This is a movie doesn't make any sense. There's no point to this movie. Like, no. the whole big bad is something we've never seen at this point up until this movie. So why do we care about anything that's happening? We don't... There's no threat. There's never a feeling of a threat. Because it's all just shoehorned into this one movie. So it's like, who cares? I don't care. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be the only way to compare this is, like, if Lord of the Rings in Two Towers, they just got someone else to direct it. It's like, after Fellowship, it's like, okay, good job, Peter Jackson. But, hey, Quentin Tarantino, why don't you direct the second part? And him just being like, Okay, well, right, and how about... this movie, Frodo uses the ring, becomes yeah. king of Mordor, and then no. reigns terror over everyone else. No, in this movie, they would destroy the ring in the first 10 minutes, and then Aragorn finds out, we find out Aragorn isn't the king, he's a fraud, he's just some bum. And, and the he real actually king... has the real ring, they had a fake yeah. ring, and exactly. he actually is using it to take over Middle-earth. But then he dies at the end of that movie. So then the third movie is like, what the hell are we going to do? Uh, third I, I movie, don't know. Sam turns on Frodo and he becomes the real villain the whole time. No, the third movie, they bring back Sauron because there's nothing <laughs> else to do. Yeah, Sauron's destroyed in the be- yeah. in the, in the uh, beginning of the second movie. And yep. then and then they bring him back for the third. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah, but it's, it's great because we're seeing Disney having to, having to reap what they sowed because it's they wanted to act like they, they refused to say anything was wrong with Last Jedi. It's like, no, no, we loved it. It was exactly what we meant to do. And it was like, what the hell are we going to do now? You killed Snoke. It was like, I, and look, we didn't care if Snoke was Dark Plagueis or whatever. Like, True. No, no one cared. Like, sure, there's some people who want to see that because they want to see Dark Plagueis. But really, we're mad because Snoke just represented a villain of some sort. Because it wasn't Kylo, even though you keep claiming that Kylo is a villain and can't be redeemed. He's not intimidating. We're not afraid of him. We know no. Ray can beat him. I, no, no. And we, we should have been because we were at the beginning of Force Awakens. Yeah, at the beginning, then, we were like, holy crap. Even through God. like the temper tantrums and stuff, he still sure. is a dangerous, it's a different character. And I, anyway, it just, it was ruined by the end of that movie. Um, yeah, it was when he took off the helmet. It was like, oh, okay, I see. That was when it was he, when he got uh, defeated by someone who never touched a lightsaber before. Well, it was when he took off the helmet because that was when Ray is like, "No, I'm stronger than you." It's like, "Oh," and then she does the force mind trick, which yeah, she's never yeah, done, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, then she defeats him. Yeah, it's so stupid. God, I mean, the, question: Do you think this is the worst trilogy ever? 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 Granted, there aren't that many if you think about I'm it. I'm trying to think of what other trilogies there are. Right. I, for me, it clearly is. I don't. I don't like the prequels. Uh, I, I like mean, the prequels. I, I know you do. Like, and a lot of people. It's funny to see how many people have now, like you know, now love the prequels. Yeah, now they've the, now they've the, seen the light because the yeah, prequels well, are actually a competent uh, story. It, it maybe not the best way told, but it's at least a competent story that makes sense. There's at least like creativity behind it, and like yes. a desire and a story to be told. It wasn't executed the best, but it, yeah. at least it was trying the, to do something new. The best. Thing George Lucas is is at building worlds. That Absolutely. is his best thing, and the prequels do that so well, Absolutely. so well. All the planets are amazing. All the other all the aliens are amazing. All the ships, all the different culture things. It all feels unique and different. I completely agree, and it's so well done. I completely agree, and yeah, and, and these just... movies, it is horrible. The level yeah. of creativity and world build- building doesn't exist. Zero. Nothing. Nothing is. Nothing feels new. Even stuff that is different doesn't feel different. No. 
or like or only, meaningful or anything. Like the only new ship design we got was like the stupid bombers from the Last Jedi. <laughs> those things were the the most poorly designed things I've uh, ever the seen. Worst designed. Yeah, those other are like that, the worst just, design ships ever. Other than that, it's just Star Destroyer, X-Wing, TIE Fighter. That's it. Yeah, pretty much. And it's like no new lightsaber. Also, why is there a, a resistance when the the New Republic is in charge? And isn't oh, the First even, Order the res, the real resistance? Don't even get me started. They could have done something <laughs> interesting where they picked up after Jedi, where like you know the New Republic is in power, and they're the ones who, who run the galaxy. Just do the books. Yeah, or do, do the, the Thrawn trilogy. Yeah, oh yeah, but but you also could have done something like the Winter Soldier, where it's like there's this there's this growing like you know conspiracy within the New Republic because it's gotten so big and like bloated and sure. bureaucratic. Where and that's the where First the Order force, is actually exactly comes from power. that. Yeah, that would have been way more interesting. And then you could also have some dilemma where the New Republic, in order to prevent like a new empire, they build the super weapon, they build the Death Star, and it's all about wait, what is this? It's like we're the good guys. And then the First Order takes control of that and so forth. But no, we never get to explore any of that. It's like the First, I mean, the, the Force Awakens is literally just back to where we were. It's like, oh, the First Order rule everything, even though we have the so-called alliance that's in charge. Right. But we never see them until they blow up. Right. <laughs> they get blown up immediately. <laughs> it's so terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Um, uh, uh, no, it- but no, I, I think this is the worst trilogy ever. <sighs> Is there other movies that like they didn't plan on being trilogies? Well, because there's a bunch of movies that are more than three. Right, those don't count. I'm talking spe- like specifically trilogies. Even though this is technically not trilogy, but it is. How yeah, is it now? I know, I know, I know. Don't it, don't it give is. me the nine nine movie saga. I don't want to. No, I'm talking. No, it, it's not. There, there's a six movie saga, and then there's th- three other things. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, there's not too many movies that are just made with threes anymore. They always start with that, and then they end up making more. I mean, you got obviously Lord of the Rings. You got the original right. Star Wars. You got prequels. You got Dark Knight trilogy. You got Cap, right. uh, Captain America Spider-Man. trilogy. Spider Man. Spider Man trilogy. Uh, um, the first. I mean, you can count the first three Pirates of the Caribbean. Gore Ver- Verbinski. No, I mean, again, that's not a trilogy. Uh, there's a bunch but, of I mean, other ones. There are, but like they don't have like a uh, Orlando Bloom and uh, uh, what's her face, um, Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. So I count those as a trilogy. Uh, would you count yeah. the Avengers as a trilogy? No, yeah, because there's four. And there's really five. Civil War, I think, is more of an Avengers movie than a yeah. Captain America movie. It's still a Captain America movie, but I can still, yeah, still not wrong. Um. Yeah, if you think know. about it, dude. There's just not oh, a Godfather. lot of. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, The Godfather. That's that's true. Back again, to the Future. Like, even, though, um, even though, like, if you look at that as a trilogy, it's a bad trilogy. Like the first two films are great, whereas this one is a trilogy because they say it is and it tries to act like one. But all the films, like, none of the, I mean, again, I know you like The Force Awakens, but still, like, none I like of the films, I like three fourths of The Force Awakens. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's like none of the films are great. So it's like. No. To me, it's clearly the worst trilogy ever. Yeah, it might be. It has to be. Yeah, it it, it might be. I can't think of another one at the moment, so, yeah. It's funny because Kathleen Candy after this is like, oh, well, we're not really going to do trilogies anymore. (laughs) Then, like, literally two minutes later, Bob Iger's like, no, we still are. It's like, (laughs) like, do yourself a favor and just fire this woman already. Like, good God. You're, you're only hurting yourself. 
I agree. Take take the take the two days of all the the stupid you know BuzzFeed articles saying that you're racist or you're sexist because you fired her. Like that is well worth losing billions of dollars. <laughs> it is. Just let John Favreau be the showrunner of Star yes. Wars. Let Deborah Chow direct a trilogy of Star Wars. That's it. And you and you will bring back other directors who will want to direct movies. That's the funny part. Now, like every director you used to dream about one day directing a Star Wars movie. Now they can't even get directors to. They had to beg J.J. Abrams to come back. Mm-hmm. They had to beg him. And he he's, he's a cancer that literally just goes to any franchise. I mean, even he didn't want to come back. He gets to go and destroy DC now. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that freaking that meme of, like, <laughs> he's a Grim Reaper, and he goes, like, it's the, the blood trails from the doors of Star Trek and Star Wars. Like That was fantastic. I can't believe people still give him jobs. Like, how him and Chris Terrio can never work again, like, how that will never happen, I have no idea. Me neither. All right, well, that's uh, thoughts on the rise of Skywalker or the Overall, fall of bad. Skywalker. Or the yeah. demise of Skywalker, or the worst trilogy ever, whatever you want to call it. That's that's what that's what we were talking about. And now we don't have to talk about it anymore until Ian sees it, and then we got to talk about it again. Uh, so. so that will do it for this episode of the Uncaped Crusaders review. Next week we'll be back into talking about Batman, uh, the Adam West show. We got the next four episodes of that. Mad Hatter and the Joker, good episodes um, of that too. So. We'll be uh, talking about that and, of course, movie swap as well and just Batman news and anything else that happens. Yeah, let's be real. We we'll probably will talk more about Rise of Skywalker. We we probably will, yeah. It, There's no way of avoiding it. Yeah, probably. We'll, we'll have to talk about whatever other backlash and other things happen in the next week, oh, yeah. which is going to be fun. Um, that will be fun. But anyway, so follow us on Twitter, at Uncaped Review. You can hear all of our rantings about the Rise of Skywalker and then other stuff. I'll find all the links to all the episodes there. Um, if you still are going to go see it, check out the bingo game. It's linked yeah. up on my on the Twitter page. And so uh, you can play along. It's a lot of fun. I did it. I did it tonight. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Marky Mark Brand. You can follow me at Ian Barkbark. So do that as well. And, um, yeah, I think, that's, I think that's all we got for you today. All right. Any final thoughts, Ian? God no! I mean, I, I'm. <laughs> I think that's a good way to put it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm loving this, but also hating this. Uh, hating it, obviously, because of you know, just it shows what Star Wars has become. But loving it because I love just seeing Disney finally being exposed and people finally calling this what it is and just a travesty. Exactly. I think that's a good way to put it, as any. So that does it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And we will talk to you guys next week.